session three of D Hall and Dragons, a real play D&D podcast about a group of high schoolers that get sucked into a world of fantasy and magic that we now know to be called Forgotten Fields and set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name is Riley Wesson, and I am this campaign's dungeon master. Hi, I'm Andy Deinhart, and I'm the voice of Victoria Hightower. Little fun fact about Victoria, she is a huge fan of Harry Styles. She's been to at least eight to ten concerts, I'd say. Um, a couple that maybe not everyone knew about that were a little, you know, less low-key, or more low-key. And she is on the VIP list. She considers herself a potential future spouse of Harry Styles, and she is just waiting for the day that he notices her. What does a low-key Harry Style concert look like? It's like it's like a private one that only kind of like... It's like a rooftop concert. Yeah, like a rooftop concert in L.A. kind of deal. She was likely on the list of girls to make it into a music video or two, but like didn't quite make the cut because she's still a little too young. Um, but she's been to some some secret concerts. That's what mm. she tells all of her all of her. That's what students. she tells everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I am Brandon Lindsay, and I play Cecil McNamara. And Cecil was voted his community center as the most improved frisbee golf player uh last season (laughs) um hoping to hoping to come back and claim some more titles at the community center but he's happy with that for now oh my gosh yeah not surprising at all in the least my favorite part brandon was how you waved to us in the zoom call (laughs) like introducing (laughs) yourself like we didn't already know you hi everybody i'm brandon Hello. hello (laughs) um i am danielle briscoe i'm the voice of brian tolkien um fun fact about brian uh he's the kind of guy who watches someone slip on a wet floor and then rolls his eyes because they didn't respect the power of the wet floor sign (laughs) um i was just deeply annoyed that they wouldn't notice that it was right there in front of them um doesn't help you up doesn't really laugh about it just rolls his eyes and moves on with his day (laughs) just pure disdain yeah just <laughs> a waste of air of a human being. Sure. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> People are generally idiots. Is the thing here. Mine's pretty lame. Um, my name is Jackson Pounds. I play James Malden, and James loves to take walks into nature and read books while he's doing it. So pure of art. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> What are some of his favorite books? He likes a lot of the postmodern oh god books, and so he's a big David Foster Wallace fan <laughs> and Thomas Pynchon fan. Oh my god! I love how James, our character with the flannel shirt and trench coat, is simultaneously the most pure and the most pretentious character out of this party. <laughs> on site you're like maybe would shoot up a school and then you have one conversation with him and you're like oh no oh no just gonna have no, a lot absolutely. of, oh, no. of uh, dialogue about history and shit either way turn around don't don't interact with stay away <laughs> on with your day oh gosh and uh my name is riley wesson i'm your teacher and fun fact about me in high school until like leading up to sophomore year, up to that point, I had no idea how to dress and I constantly wore graphic tees and cargo shorts all the time. Then I had my first relationship and was like, oh, I should probably start learning how to dress well. 
and uh, consulted my mom on multiple occasions and got into the habit of like throwing on an outfit. And before I went, before I left, I would be like, hey, mom, does this work? And she'd be like, yeah, that's good. I'm like, great. Please tell me it was accompanied by way too much Axe spray. No, actually, I was not an Axe oh, spray man. kid. Let me get some old, old spice. spice. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I didn't really do much like cologne or spray stuff. I mean, I like, I would just do like, arm and hammer like stick deodorant um until i discovered that i'm actually slightly allergic to stick deodorant <laughs> so i get like a rash if i use it too much and so that's why i use antiperspirant deodorant um so this fun fact got way too personal and creepy so <laughs> i'm uh, glad that we spent some time on this slide past that and uh move into our session Last session, our intrepid band of students met the Hand, this mysterious entity that they had heard about and discovered it to be this really gorgeous middle-aged woman that was also very, very calm but threatening uh, and claimed to be a sort of lore seeker, treasure hunter kind of person. Seemed relatively harmless enough, had some back and forth with her, and then she brought her subordinates back to life out of nowhere. Well, brought... Robert back to life and then didn't have quite enough power to bring Julie back to life. And so just reanimated her as a zombie. Oh, poor Julie. And the hand offered a contract for the students to sign. And it turned out to be a contract of planar binding. So now the students are bound to this strange plane of forgotten fields and kind of stuck here for the time being until they can figure out how to possibly get out of that contract. It took little to no convincing uh, of zombie Julie to help you guys escape and get away from the hand because she wanted to stick it to upper management. And uh, she led you guys out. You got the uh, traveler van in the garage, but were attacked by Robert, the nurse, and Ricky. Uh, After a bit of a scuffle with them, you managed to get the garage door open and drove the traveler van away. But not before the wall burst open and you saw the hand fighting Wally the Warlock, your school mascot, in some kind of magical face-off. And uh, you guys escaped and are now in this driving in this van in this strange, unknown world. And that is kind of where we pick up as you guys are driving along. First thing you notice is this is absolutely not Summerfield, Texas. It's a rocky, seemingly barren wasteland with some some trees dotting the landscape here and there but definitely not texas are there roads not really no so it's just kind of terrain yeah just just field great relatively flat though so the traveler van's making it fine all right well uh i'm I'm just gonna keep driving in a general away from the school direction unless any of you have any other ideas i'm just gonna continue toward the horizon and put Wally the Warlock as far away from us as I possibly can at this moment. Cecil looks like uh, he has a severe concussion. <laughs> oh, crap. That's right. Like, his eyes are okay. kind of rolling back a little bit, and he's, like, his hands are just kind of waving above <laughs> his face, like he's trying to grasp at something above his face. He's kind of pawing at something. Victoria's gonna get her phone out and try to use it she's gonna try to access internet okay here's how phones are gonna work and i'm okay taking this directly from dungeons and (laughs) daddies you all have your phones and if you want you can use them 
but it's gonna be a chance of their battery life. Uh, so I'm gonna need you to roll a d20. If you roll anything above a one, it's fine. But every time you use it, the that number increases. So next time it'll have to, you'll have to roll higher than a two. After, time after that will be a three. Gotcha. And if you okay. if you hit that number or below, your phone dies. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's watching him completely wig out. So she's gonna try and thirteen. Okay. Cool. Uh. Yeah. If if you can keep in your notes, just that number. Sure. Uh, is that, so then am I subtracting 13 from 100% battery life? No, from, so just now you rolled above a one. So next time you just have to roll above a two. Okay. She's going to Google what she thinks is his symptoms, but she'll probably put something in there like spastic hands and can't focus. Great. So you're going to get like cerebral palsy. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) The result is uh, neurological disorder, mental disorder, cerebral palsy. Yeah, I knew you were going to get cerebral palsy. palsy. Yes. Autoimmune disease. Are you guys seeing this? What you you grabbing at, buddy? There's a lot of symbols. Symbols? Like, symbols? That's that's absolutely a triangle, (laughs) not a symbol, but... It's Victoria. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. They're like, I don't know, like letters? Since this is a, a car that's been, been working on, like, is there any chance there's like a, a, a pad of paper and like a pen in the glove compartment as well? Leftover notebook? Yeah, like a notebook under a seat somewhere or something. Uh, check my backpack. Okay. Victoria, would you, would you grab a backpack? Uh, sure. I'm driving, I can't do it all. That's, that's true. <laughs> She'll un- unzip some zippers in his backpack and kind of rifle through. What does she find? Okay, so uh, he's got a he's got the bag of corn, um, a bang energy drink, that's right. three baseballs, uh, okay. another change of clothes, quantum physics book, the stats book, the replica wand. Oh, that's right. He's got what looks like a a small ring. It's basically like a screwdriver, and then a couple of bobby pins. He has like a like a small kind of like flip out fold out survival knife. Um, Cecil, do you have a pen? Uh, and then he does have a pen and notebook. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's got a bunch of stuff. All right. And oh Brian, God. what did you want me to do? Only like two of them applicable to high schoolers. Cecil, man, do you mind taking a moment and just writing down the symbols that you're that you're seeing in your notebook? Yeah. Uh... He begins writing out what looks like a series of symbols that, I mean, I guess it could be an alphabet of some sort, but it's not Roman letters. So just kind of like strange squiggles. Strange symbols. Yeah. They're like, I guess, similar to the rune. Not, they're not the same runes, mm. but they look rune-ish. Okay, um... Brian, didn't you know, like, the weird runes on the door and stuff? You said something? Like, you knew runes? Uh, I mean... He's drawing something really funky. I mean, I I, I know a, a, a couple of other languages, and I've, I've read a lot about them, but it, it really... It, it Sometimes I might have to Google it, but um, I, I might be able to get us started. So Victoria's gonna pull the thing, pull the notebook out of Cecil's hands, and, like, climb 
forward and get in the passenger seat. Unless, is that where James is sitting or is he On in the James's back? lap? No! <laughs> I think I think James is in the passenger seat, yeah. James is, James is because Victoria had yep. to throw Cecil in the back. Yep. Damn it! <laughs> That's right, okay. So she can't hop in the, in the front. Damn it, she's stuck in the back with Cecil. I mean, she can. No, no, she's fine. She'll sit in, but she'll come in between. She's not sitting on anybody's lap, and she'll just kind of, like, not stick it directly. She prefers in. being sandwiched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like her. Moving forward, she just holds it forward in the center so that both of them can see, not in front of anyone's face. She's not going to, like, block them from driving. Safety first. Recognize it. Look familiar. So I'm driving into the abyss without a road. I'm uh-huh. generally going north as far as I possibly can, and I'm I'm gonna I'm like slowly like I'm I'm mm-hmm. checking my mirrors to make sure there's no warlock behind us, and like every third <laughs> mirror check, I'm looking at this notebook <laughs> to see if I can recognize a rune. Like a dad on an extended road trip. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he's pulling the whole dad that won't ask directions that has to look at the map while he's driving because he won't pull over. And I, I look, um, do I, do I recognize any of the, of the letters? Not at all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm so sorry. That is not out of any book I have ever read in my entire life. You do, however, between your constant rear view, side mirror, letters, road, strange cycle that you're going through after a little bit, you actually do see a, uh, sort of speck in the distance that as you get closer you start to see a few buildings here and there that are probably probably about two or three miles off but it seems to be some sort of settlement well there you go i mean they do say if you keep going north you'll find civilization at some point so it looks like it's it's worked out in our favor here i don't think anyone's ever said that listen did you see moss (laughs) on a tree because i didn't uh, have we taken a short rest while while driving? Yeah, we'll say you took oh, a short rest. Um, so Thank goodness. So his cerebral palsy is gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as bad. Oh, thank goodness. Cecil eventually comes to. Yeah. So yeah, you guys have been driving for about forty-five minutes, maybe an hour at this point. And like I said, you've seen these buildings as sort of seeming settlement in the distance. Uh, and as you get closer, there's there's like a few small huts here and there and then there's like three main buildings that are like pretty sizable uh but other than that it's a very very small village and there's a sign next to it that says welcome to newcomer field well (laughs) looks like this town is home to captain obvious is it is it new and then Cumberfield? no it's it's the word newcomer and the word field oh okay uh, do you think they have a police station or like a phone that we can use? Let's check the three buildings <clears throat> that are there. You want me to well, just drive up to one of the buildings or should we park it here? Or? It, it, there's uh, not quite enough room between like once you get kind of into the settlement to really drive your car through. So we're, we're parallel parking is what I'm hearing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> How good of a parallel parker is Brian? <laughs> oh, he's he's a phenomenal driver. It's, it was important to his mom that he learned the independence of driving well. So Brian is a skilled driver. In other words, he drives like a grandma. 100%. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll an animal handling check with advantage. Animal <laughs> handling? <laughs> with advantage? So I, what do I roll twice? 
And I take the better of the two, right? Uh, 16. Okay, so yeah, you do you do a pretty solid parallel parking job. Uh, the three of you probably have not been able to parallel park quite as good as this. <laughs> yeah, well... And as, as you're parking, you start to see a few people that are kind of walking by and giving some very, very strange looks. How are they just, dressed? I was about to ask the same thing. They're dressed in various fashions. You see some with, like plate armor or like chain mail with swords at their side. You see some that are wearing very simple tunics, uh, some that have very dark cloaks with a belt around with some utility tools on them, but just eclectic style of dress, especially to you guys, but um, a lot of different styles, but also to on some level, slightly generic. Wow, you guys really like your red fairs here. It's like all year round or something. This... <laughs> This guy kept walking by in, a, in, in this chain mail says, I know not of what this Ren Fair that you speak of is, but I am here to seek adventure and glory. And gives you a nod and <laughs> walks further in. And also very in character. Kudos. Did you guys hear that dialect? Because I have no idea where we are and that sounded nothing like the hand did. Yeah, that was very <laughs> out of place. Um, I don't recall living anywhere close to Amish country, but I guess this is... This might be it. This is where we... I guess this is it. We found it. It explains um, why the Hand had never seen a cell phone before. Which mm. makes me feel like we're not going to find a, a phone booth here. Um, we haven't gone far from the car yet, though, right? Like we're No, you're still like right in front of the car. Okay, good. So why exactly are we looking for a phone? If we all have phones. Mine worked. That's right. Or are we looking for a police station to, like, go report, like, the hands or something? I'm going to try calling the police. <laughs> yes. All right. Roll a d20. Roll higher than a one. A four. Okay. Ooh. Squeaked by. Cool. So next time you'll have to roll higher than a two. So you you dial 911 and you hear a... And then, nine one one. What's your emergency? Um. Hi. Hello. What's your emergency? Um. Well, it's kind of. I don't know if you have a category for this, but Cecil. We went through. No, no, no! Like, tell them we were being chased by a lady, like who was like evil and like brought sure. people back from the dead. Please, and then, um, are you and all right? Then, like the the mascot was also like weird, and they were like shooting like things out of their hands. Sir, is this a prank call? No, this is not a prank call. My name is Cecil McNamara. You probably know my parents. Jesus. Is that the Amish police? We we may or may not have stumbled through. I'm working on some theories at the moment. We may or may not have stumbled through a wormhole. Oh my god. And are in another dimension. We need you to get in contact. So this is a prank call. No. Please, sir. We need you to get in contact with. Uh, I'm a woman. Oh, fuck. Ma'am. I apologize. Way to assume gender, Cecil. I did not mean to assume. Sir, this needs to be a real emergency or I am hanging up. It is an emergency. We were attacked. I'm... Like, people came after us. Like, oh we my god. We were attacked. We were attacked. Okay, who were you attacked by? Where was this? At the high school. Brian just leans over to James and goes, this is 
the worst way to ask for help I've ever heard of in my entire life. This is going to sound strange, but I need you to get in contact with the Secretary of Defense or NASA or both. Oh my god. Can you do that for me? Click. Okay, so that did not go well. Hmm. At least they know our situation, right? Hmm, sure. I feel confident that within the next couple of hours, we're going to get another call back. And uh, they're going to have some information for us. Hopefully they have yeah. gotten in contact mm-hmm. with NASA by then. Mm, sure, Cecil. They're going to contact NASA. As you guys are having this <laughs> this argument, you see, uh, you see kind of a, a group pass by you. You start to notice that there's quite a few people that seem to be heading into this one building in particular out of like the three kind of big buildings. I guess they have pep rallies here too. I mean, as long as their mascot isn't Wally the Warlock, I think I'm okay with it. Should we just, should we go follow the crowd here? Hold up. Brian and James, did you guys, did you guys steal my trail mix? Sorry. Um, it was in the backpack when Victoria went through it, and um, I just assumed it was free game considering you were staring at sigils in the thin air. Yeah, how so... come you have so much shit in your bag? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine. You can have some trail mix, but I'm on a strict diet. No, I'm so sorry. We got your concussed body into the car. I think we can reward ourselves with your trail mix. I think that's a fair trade. I mean, the trail mix is fair trade, but... (laughs) Listen, Cecil, if you're going to be a dick about it, just take your trail mix back, okay? No, no, no. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. My parents are probably going to get some more at Whole Foods. And I'll get someone when I get back to my house. It's fine. It's fine. You guys can have the trail mix. I'm not upset. In honor of that joke, uh, you gain one luck point. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so what are you guys doing? Is anyone gonna stay with the van? We are in the middle of bum freaking nowhere. I volunteer as tribute. I will stay. Listen, if you want to stay here, I'll take a break. That's fine. I'll. We can just go the rest of us. Yeah, just like go check it out. <clears throat> I'll stay here with you, Victoria. No, that's fine. We can all go. It's good. Let's go. <clears throat> and she just starts heading off that direction. All right. So you guys follow Victoria, who is moving very quickly and very seemingly motivated at this point towards this building that a lot of people are coming into. There's this like wooden sign hanging from the top uh, that says the Starters Tavern. Oh my and God. you open the door. <laughs> so you walk in and yeah, so there's people with this generic clothing and this fireplace roaring and you hear the this soft lute string playing throughout the room the second that your mind thinks to like a renaissance fair bar or like a very old-fashioned medieval times kind of idea that's exactly what this room is and you see this old man um behind the counter that's serving drinks and placing down frothing mugs of ale and such and you see there's like a drunk barbarian off in the corner and um that's kind of the that's kind of the the area that you see as you're walking in right now quaint uh place pretty cool it's a lot cooler than a lot of the uh, sports bars that i've been to so i dig it hey, victoria that that barbarian in the corner looks like your type you want to take a swing at that no thanks What's everyone's passive perception? 14. Oh, 12? 15. 14. Okay. 
Cecil and James and Brian, as you're looking throughout this room, you notice a strange hooded figure in the corner that seems to be slowly nursing a, a mug of ale and looking about the room with a very guarded gaze. Does he seem to notice us and take particular interest? You can, he, he seems to have that kind of air that he's he can kind of see and tell everything that's going on in the bar right now. Does he appear armed? Not from what you can see. Okay. I, uh, Victoria? No, go for it. Go ahead, Victoria. Um, Victoria was gonna pull out an ID of sorts and walk up to the bar and try to order. Victoria, I don't I don't know where the heck you learned how to be a girl at a party, but everything I've read in true crime books says that when you're in an unfamiliar place, you do not imbibe alcohol. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I can handle myself. But thanks. And she still, she goes up and like, she's like shushing her hair and everything and like going up and sliding the, <laughs> the ID, like waiting for <laughs> some sort of attendant. Brian leans over to James and goes, she's the girl that dies first in the horror movies. All of us are just staring <laughs> and staring at her in horror. I reach over and I grab some trail mix out of James's hand. so now the three of us are standing near the doorway just eating trail mix and watching victoria at the bar are they gonna accept her money does she have money what's the drinking age here what do you have um i'll have um a white claw but if you don't have that i'll have a white dill white what like a like a white claw like a a hard seltzer you know like like you've got like the lime the only white claw I know is the dragonborn that I kicked out of the bar last week. <laughs> Fun! I just spit at some trail mix. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this? Oh, that's my ID? It's a passable, but also, if you really look long and hard, totally fake ID. I'm 21. <laughs> he looks at it for a second and just throws it behind him without a second thought. No. She's gonna try and, like, get over and, and try to go retrieve it. This bitch! <laughs> Look, are you buying or not? Yeah, like, um, if you have wine. Wine's three gold. <laughs> she pulls out a credit card and puts it on the table. He looks at it for a second and immediately throws it just like he did the fake ID. No! With <gasps> and so she, she runs after it. She gets up. He holds out a hand. He's like, you can't, you can't come behind the bar. Then give it back, please, sir. He rolls his eyes and hands you back. Yeah, I don't know what you want with this <sighs> thing, but fine. Look, if you're not buying, I've got paying customers over there. And the bar, the drunk barbarian at the other side of the bar gives you a look. <clears throat> then he flicks out a gold coin and he sl- the bartender slides another mug of ale down to him. <sighs> this is so primitive. <clears throat> I'll be back. And she goes back and joins the group. So how did it go? Fine. Um, just uh, my big ID doesn't work very well in these parts. As you guys are having this conversation as she's walking back, you, you got you, the three of you notice that this hooded figure in the corner is 
has pulled out a pipe and has lit it and is slowly oh smoking it. Gosh. I I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly turn and I'm just looking at the hooded guy and I just keep thinking to myself, all right, we can smoke inside here. That's noted. And then uh, I'm gonna cast divine sense. Okay. What? Which is just detecting whether this is this is a good guy or a bad guy. You don't really sense any intent either way. We should ask if his name is Strider. I think that's a little insensitive to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like they're gonna work off of a barter system. So, do we have anything we can trade for alcohol? Cause no, like, they they don't barter. They ask for gold. Well, yeah, that's a bartering. Gold's a value. It, it's that's like okay. Aren't you taking like economics? Aren't you in an economics class? That's kind of how just, like just because she's in it doesn't mean she's not inhaling the fumes from her nail polish the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, I'm gonna roll up to the bar. Roll up in your scooter. Yeah, that's the other um, thing that he has in his backpack is a razor scooter. That I've got a razor scooter. It's it, it's a folded up. Yeah, um, and I feel like the bar is just a little bit because Cecil's still pretty short, so it's kind of like up to his like mid chest. Yes. Um. Hi, my good sir. What do you have? I'll have whatever you're given. And I turn back and I give a wink to the the other three, as in <clears throat> some information. You see, me and my friends were not from around these parts, and uh, we just like to know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? How much gold do you have? How much gold do I have? Well, on my person. I don't have a lot, but, and I reach over into my bag and I pull out like a little, like a contact card for my parents' ministries. Like, my parents are, um, <clears throat> priests. Whoa, hey, hey, no, I don't want any priests in here. <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. They have gold. You give me some information. I put in a good word with my parents, the priests, and you'll get some gold uh, in a week or so. A hefty amount. He looks at the card and throws it away without a second thought. <laughs> so I take that as a no. You got gold now? I got paying customers down there. And you look and the barbarian is very precariously perched on his stool. <clears throat> Rage. <clears throat> and throws up into his current mug of ale, and he puts another gold piece down and he slings another <laughs> ale down to him. I, I turn back to the, and I point kind of surreptitiously to the uh, to the hooded figure. He can put it on his tab. He doesn't have a tab. That's what, is that not the right thing to say? That's what people say, right? Whenever they're... <laughs> he hasn't bought anything. Okay, whenever he buys something, put our stuff on his tab. Gold now or nothing. <clears throat> One sec. Shuffle on back to the rest. Update, I did not get any further than Victoria did, so. 
I wish to God that I was surprised by that information in any way, shape, or form. Huh. Go figure. Well. Brian's gonna put up the hood on his hoodie to try and, like, get on the same level as this hooded figure. And I'm gonna walk over to the hooded figure and just say, hey, if the point of the hood is to remove yourself from a level of association with the, the patrons of this barn. Um, I think we are on the same level. Do you mind if I, if I sit down here? So the second that you walk up and the second that you open your mouth to this hooded figure, the door bursts open and you see that guy in chainmail that you saw earlier flanked by three people, this tall woman and these like flowy cloaks with a staff this really short guy with like the with like this really dark robe on and this dwarf in laden armor with a with a mace in his hand and they say alas we are here for adventure and he looks over to the guy in the corner and says you sir you look like you are offering adventure and he walks over and shoves brian aside and they sit down with the hooded figure and start talking to him brian you overhear the hooded guy saying yeah i got some adventure I got a guy who's trying to move a cart to Fandelver. He, he trails off as Brian is shoved back to your group. And uh, this seeming group of adventurers is now talking with this strange hooded figure in the corner. In the midst of the shuffle, my hood gets knocked off. And um, I just kind of very uncomfortably stand like I'm, like I'm next to the group, but I have my arms crossed and I'm just like a step sideways because I... I really can't admit that I just totally made an idiot of myself. I'm just, I'm just gonna sit here and kind of pout about it for a second. And Victoria has watched this entire time. <laughs> and so, as you guys are standing here, as the door is nearly swinging closed behind you, it slams open again, and you see this young kid, not young, like, not kid, but like, probably about teenager, about your Actually, he's age. an old man. <laughs> Exactly, yes. <laughs> Not a kid, so obviously old. Not oh, a kid. Duh. 65 is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the two ages, young and 65. No. So, so you see this teenage kid about your age uh, come in, and he's wearing like pretty nice clothes and has ruffled, messy brown hair. And he says, All right, I've got a job. Who wants to work? And the second that he walks in and, and speaks, everyone looks, sees him, and, like, tucks into whatever business they were doing and tries their best to ignore this kid. Hey, if that kid had worked with my pants and gold so he could participate in this barter system? <clears throat> no? Well, yeah. That stands I mean, to reason. I'm not we Can I you guys want gold? Them. This kid overhears what you're saying. You guys looking for work? Oh my god. Uh, sure. A moderate amount of work that, you know, isn't... I'm not saying I'm not gonna not do work, but, like, what kind of work are you talking about? Like... Oh, I'm saying I'm not gonna do work. Okay, she's not gonna do work. I'm looking for bodyguards. I'm really important, and, uh, I've got some kidnappers after me, and I need people to keep me safe. Hey, Cecil, this guy's got a complex just like yours. Wait a second. <laughs> I don't have a complex. I'm Derek Darrington, son of Bill and Cynthia Darrington of Are they You Darrington's son of a gun. Of Newcomer you Field? son of a gun. 
I know what you did. I'm an important kid, and there are people that are after me, and I need people to protect me, okay? Wow, Cecil, you guys sound so alike. You guys could totally be friends. This might be your long-lost brother, man. Are you also the son of really important people? Yes, he is. Do you I mean, also I mean, have kidnappers after you? Mm-hmm. Well, not the second part. The first part, sure, yeah. Well, I mean, to be totally fair, we're new to these parts, and we have no idea if the second part is untrue, but... That's true. <laughs> you know... Um, yeah, no, we'll definitely well, look, my parents are super rich, and so if you guys can protect me and help take down these kidnappers that are trying to take me away, I can pay you some gold or something. How, How much? much Where are your parents? That's what you asked. Where are his parents? Where are our parents? Oh, they live in the they live in the big the the big building at the at the edge of town. Like the three buildings, they live in one of those. Okay, okay. Well, we're gonna unpack whatever my friends are saying about me later. Um, how much, yeah, how much gold are we talking? Oh, I mean, 50 at least. 50. I heard 50. 50 each? Yeah, there's four of us. Sure, yeah, 50 each. 50 for each of you. That sounds like a lot. Um, I mean, considering a glass of wine was three, I think that would set us up for some success. Then uh, that's sure. not a lot. If a glass of wine is literally three gold, are you used to cheap wine, Victoria? No, quite the opposite. Okay. But, like, gold is super expensive. So, well, it's gold, so the point is for it to be expensive. Exactly. So then if really shitty-ass wine here that he probably makes in the back is three gold, that doesn't seem equivalent. Well, I guess it depends on, on how long you need bodyguards for, kid. Are we talking, like, 50 gold for an hour? or I need bodyguards for the day the day or the cool day. like 24 hours or like until six o'clock tonight like is this like a regular nine to five gig 24 hours i, I need a, i need a 24 hour guard while i while i go about my business today listen kid if your parents are really that rich um our time is worth a whole lot more than two gold an hour uh so can we can we negotiate that that be 100 gold each Seeing as you guys have been standing here on the edge of this bar and haven't been able to buy anything this entire time, I'd say that you guys probably don't Wait, have a lot of money. you just came in. Well, that's a bold assumption. <laughs> yeah. Shit. He knows people in this bar, you guys. There have been people watching us this whole time. I say we throw him in the van and we go for a drive <laughs> and he'll be fine and then we'll make lots of money. Yeah, kid. Do you want some candy? Oh my god. Basically. Get in the van. Trail mix. We have free trail mix and corn. Well, I only have like so much trail mix, guys. Well, your parents Look, I may be rich, but I'm not an idiot. Okay, I know that that's an easy stereotype to go off of, but that's not the case with me. I'm different. <laughs> you are. Yeesh. Sure. Taste of your own medicine, Cecil. <laughs> uh, what was your name again, kid? My name's Derek Darrington of okay. the Darringtons of Newcomer Field. Is that with one R or two R's? One R in Derek, two R's in, Dar- in Darrington. And then is it two E's or is it an E and an I? Are you an idiot? Do you not know how to spell words? <laughs> I Honestly, that's a very fair question, Derek. We're not sure ourselves. Do y'all want to see my transcript? You have it in your backpack? How about this? I'll make you an even better deal. I just need some bodyguards while I go about my business today and I do some, I do some errands for my parents, okay? that what do you need to do you just need to babysit you for like i need some bodyguards while i'm out and about while i go to the shop and i buy some things okay those kidnappers could get me at any moment why haven't they gotten you yet 
They're so dangerous. Because I haven't gone out, but I have to go out today and I need bodyguards. It's really important. Where's the shop? This is a small town. Are you moving like, are you walking 50 feet to a different shop? Are you scared you're going to get attacked between here and there? I'm not arguing over 50 gold. Let's go. What are we doing? Why are we? (laughs) To answer your question, yes, the shop is 50 feet away from the tavern, but it's a very dangerous 50 feet. Anybody, anything could happen out on that road, okay? All right. It's like 35. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. You couldn't keep it in. <laughs> um, okay. Sure, so, Derek. Um, so, Derek, what I'm hearing is we just need to do this to like sundown while you go to the shop. We'll get paid 50 gold each for the four of us. Um, and uh, you basically just need a glorified babysitter, considering there's four of us and one of you. I think I think this I think this works, guys. The math checks out. It's more than we've got right now, and we might gain some insight on this town by following him around and watching his business for the day. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I guess. Great. Let's go to the store. <laughs> he opens the door and starts walking out. Derek, quick question for you. So, like, yeah, what you is know, it? we're your bodyguards, and I know you're paying us and all, but don't you think if we're going to be your bodyguards, like, maybe there's some perks involved? Like, what is the store we're going to? <sighs> Are you telling me you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> yep, that's oh, what she's telling you, wish. Derek. That's exactly what you heard. Derek, that's, a, yeah. that's exactly um, what she's saying. She's pretty mm. desperate at the moment, so I think she'll... Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this happens all the time, but I guess if you're that desperate, I can at least give you, like, one date with me. Ooh. Yeah, no. let's set it no, up. No, 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 We're what good. What time are you free, Derek? She's available when she gets off this job around sundown. You want to pick her up? Yeah. We can give you our van. She gives you guys just the worst stink eye. Oh, hang on. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> Keep talking. That's fine. Keep talking. Go as on, she's Derek. staring can... at us, as she's staring at us, Brian slowly puts his head back up. <laughs> fine. I'll meet you at seven, and we'll go to the starters tavern, and uh, we'll get a drink or whatever. She just looks at all of y'all, and she goes, "Sure, Derek." And he he walks the fifty feet across the road into the store that's on the other side. Do we see anyone approaching? No, you just see more of these generic adventurers that are all walking around that all seem to be very intent on setting out on various quests and such and uh, gaining information for whatever adventures they might be setting out on. So, uh, Derek, um, <laughs> what do your parents do? I bet they're priests. Uh, my dad's the mayor. That. Uh, that's oh cool sweet so you have like free reign of the town pretty much right uh i mean not really government is not this kind of thing that you can just lord power over it's a responsibility as a civic servant to serve the town as uh the town needs that's a really narrow-minded view to have on uh, politics okay well that came out of left field no this is newcomer field That was a baseball reference, Derek. Do you, you ever play baseball? Wait, ball? ball? What? What I, is that? What are you? I pull. Out, I pull out my baseball from the bag. Hey, no, no, no! Stay, stay back, stay back, stay back. Okay, 
It's a ball. I don't, I don't want to touch the ball, all right? I don't want that ball anywhere near me. Let's just go to the store. And he opens the door and walks into this uh, general store. As you guys follow him inside, it's, again, just like the most Renaissance fair kind of shop with bits and bobbles and various trinkets here and there. Uh, you see some armor and such. Uh, you see, like, some wooden swords and that kind of thing. Some bottles, like a, a net and various items and things. Um, and he walks in and starts talking with the uh, the shopkeeper and purchasing various items. Uh, I, I post up like a bouncer and turn my back to him like two feet from him. Just sort of look out. If I were to do a quick survey, how many other patrons are in the are in the, the store? There's like three or four. Yeah. Okay. I make sure I look each one of them in the eyes. Roll an intimidation check. <laughs> Seventeen. Okay. As you stare each of them down, they like oh god oh, and kind of like hold their hand up to to keep their gaze away from you. And I do um, the little chin thrust. Like one of them flinches. I just roll my eyes and then wander over to one of the racks of wooden swords and just kind of start, like, shifting them over and looking at every single one, <laughs> judging their craftsmanship, but also trying not to look like I am in any way affiliated with Cecil's weird chin check thing. <laughs> okay, and as, as you're slowly flicking through these wooden swords, you make it to one point and it's like, the, the material seems like a little bit different or like the shape of it seems a little different and there's a random net that's been put on the rack with these swords like a butterfly net that's just kind of sitting there on the rack uh, next to these other swords is there a price tag on the butterfly net or was it left behind by someone I mean there's not really a price tag on any of these things they're just kind of there in the store I'm gonna pick up the butterfly net and just kind of start like like practicing with it in the air. <laughs> Derek turns and sees you. What are you doing? I'm practicing protecting you. Go back to your business. It's okay, boss. Oh, that's for protecting me. That's her specialty. His specialty. Yeah. Do you? Oh, do, do you? Do you need a net? Do you need a net for your weapon fighting? Yes. If a kidnapper comes, I definitely need this butterfly net. Done. He slaps down like a single copper piece for this net. And continues buying the rest of the things. Brian is way too proud of this net. Um, Victoria was gonna take a look around too. Uh, okay, yeah. Is there anything like in particular that she's looking for? No, just like or like if there's anything that might catch her eye. Uh, okay. Just like general investigation. Because <laughs> she's also trying to not stick too close, but just like right. ugh, every once in a while, look at like a customer or two and make sure. No one's coming after him, but she also does not care. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, roll, roll an investigation check, sure. Hmm, that's an eight. Okay. Uh, you you find like an hourglass, uh, and some various like you find like a lock and a magnifying glass and like some very simple clothing here and there, um, and like a ten foot rope. So not a whole lot of stuff. So, so Derek sees you peruse and he says, "You like that rope, babe? Because I can buy it for you if you want." 
Yeah, babe. Sure. Buy it for me. <laughs> Great. Uh, and he puts down three copper pieces for the rope and, and the rope for the little lady. Is there, is there, is there any trail mix? <laughs> there is no trail mix. Oh, no. That's fine. It's fine. So with this last purchase of a of a 10-foot rope for Victoria, Derek collects all of his things and um, says, all right, we're, we're out of here, and walks through all of you and opens the door uh, to walk out back into the street. Okay. Very begrudgingly, but trying to also be convincingly, like, into it, Victoria's gonna follow, but, like, give her one a, like, <laughs> look and continue. Uh, roll a charisma check with disadvantage. <laughs> um, oh, oh, shit. With disadvantage. Okay, uh, an 11. Okay. He, he's like, don't worry, I know you'll warm up to me. <laughs> and he walks out. Did this, did this guy just threaten to tie you up and then also make you warm up to him in the same ten seconds? This is the beginning of every villain reveal in every true crime novel ever written. And I'm just, I'm very concerned for Victoria. Wait, wait, no, Victoria, Victoria's holding the rope, right? Like, she gets to hang on to it, right? Yeah, it's for you. And is it nice rope, or is it, like, shitty rope? It's it's medium quality rope. I have that no idea. Nice I have no, <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. What it's one of those mid-quality, like, like, not like quite a, shit. It's right here like below the, this the one. It exists no, like right here at this point. That, like, doesn't, like, scratch you, but versus, like, the really... Are you asking if he bought you sex rope? Is that what you're asking? I literally was going to say, are you expecting, like, silk sex rope? I'm sorry, rope? what was that? Yeah, are you asking me if he bought hmm. you sex rope? Is that what you're asking me yeah. right now? Yeah. No, it's just yeah. rope. Good. Get your mind out of the gutter, Victoria. Good lord. Oh my god, she's she's buying the rope to possibly tie him up in the future and leave him for dead. Like, <laughs> she's trying to figure out what kind of rope it is. What kind of general goods store in a fantasy world sells sex? I don't know. <laughs> I don't She doesn't know. She's Derek's the one that winked old. at her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, is he... Ugh, never mind. Never I also mind. thought Derek was going to do a sex thing, to be fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Cecil does a combat roll out of the store. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Derek is nice. He tries to You're do not a gonna com- make him roll for it? Oh my god. He tries to do a combat roll too, but does it like very, very poorly. <laughs> oh. To be fair, I it, mine was not that great. Yeah, I mean, I automatically assumed that. It wasn't that great. But I saw it in that one Chris Hemsworth movie, so... <laughs> As Derek, like, struggles his way up from this poor combat roll, like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, it's them, it's them, it's them! They're here, they're here for me! I stand in front of them and post up. Who is here for you? It's the Brobolds. The Brobolds are here for me. Brobolds? Okay. So as you, as you post up in front of him, you see, like, these three sort of, like, lizard-looking dudes that are, like, humanoid and walking yeah. on two feet. But they're like totally jacked and really muscular, and uh, they're all wearing wife beaters. One of them has like a backwards hat on. Ah, oh, it's the linebackers for our school. Yo, Derek, is that you? And Derek is currently cowering behind Cecil. Don't let them take me. Don't, don't let them take. Me. I know how to talk to these guys. Okay, I, I spend most of my time around guys like these. Let me handle this. What's up, bros? What's up? 
Hey, dude. <laughs> are you a friend of Derek's? I hold up my hand like I'm going to, like, slap his arm and do the whole handshake thing. As you go in, he pulls off, like, the most intricate, like, insider handshake sort of thing that you've ever experienced in your life. And just, like, goes with everything that you do just seamlessly. Bro. Tight. Tight. Nice. Tight, tight, tight. 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 Yeah, man. No, we're, we're just chilling with Derek. Uh, he asked us to hang out. We're kind of new in town, so he was just showing us the ropes. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Y'all, y'all going into the tavern later? Oh no no we're we're we were actually we were actually coming out to uh to to see if Derek wanted to hang out with us a little bit, and you can see like two other like there were the three in front of you and as as, as these guys are coming closer there are two others that are across the street and notice and they're like yo and they kind of start to make their way up too. Yo, <laughs> we're actually you know we're working on some, and I kind of like pull them in close. I'm like, yeah, we're working on some kind of like low key business stuff. We're kind of tied up for the rest of the night, but oh, like, cool, 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 cool. Tell you what, are you doing like door to door salesman? Like, are you selling knives or something? <laughs> We're doing something a little bit different this time. Oh, nice. And I and I like wink towards him. He just kind of like nods, <laughs> not really sure of what you're talking about, yeah, but just yeah. going along with it. No, like I said, like we're from out of town, so this is sort of like a multinational kind of thing going Cecil, on. So... Cecil, you need to protect me. Cecil, they're going to get me. They're going to take me away. You need to stop them. Shut the fuck out, Derek. Derek, Derek, <laughs> do you not want to hang out with us? Get away. My bodyguards are going to protect me from you. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, I could do some backup right now, dog. Like, <laughs> Derek's like, oh, you want backup? And he shoves you forward and you stumble into this jack lizard looking guy in front of you Bruh, nice body check right bro, bro, <laughs> cool bro, calm down, bro. dude what's what's your problem are you like <laughs> no man sorry i just tripped um i wanna like y'all ever played baseball no we have played bro ball sick i love that game um you played bro ball <laughs> Dude, nice! Oh, and like, and the like, the four of them are oh, tight, tight, and they're like giving each other high fives, and like two of them chest bump. Yeah, tell you what, if y'all want to play a quick pickup game, and I turn back to the three of y'all, uh, y'all want to get Derek out of here? Cecil, mm. I need you to take them down, please. Derek, save Derek. me. Victoria grabs Derek and turns him around and kisses him. <laughs> what? I, I, okay. Uh, and then yeah. she, but like, then like, cause she like grabbed him by the shirt and like kissed him. And then she like pushes him off. She goes, oh, come on, babe. Let's go. Dude, Derek, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and all these bro balls are like, whoa, Derek's got a girl? Dude, awesome. <laughs> hang, on, hang on for a second. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but <laughs> Jackson. Oh, I found 
I, li- I was gonna let you just keep going while he hunted for it, then I realized you couldn't hear a fucking <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> you have to, you're gonna have to dump the whole thing out. I don't know what to oh do. Okay. Let's go get a bowl or get something. Get a bowl. <laughs> oh my god. So many things just happened at once. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. That was. I'm crying. <laughs> oh my gosh. That what a series a... of events. Oh my goodness. So Victoria kisses Derek, and all these brobles are like, Dude, nice! Derek, you didn't tell me you had a girlfriend? Aw, dude, heck yeah! And they're all, like, chest bumping and high-fiving. And Derek has, like, passed out in her arms. Yeah. Oh my god. She, like, she, like, smacks him a bit and gets him up. Oh, 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 yeah. Come on, babe. Let's go on our date, right? This is my girlfriend, so yeah, I I, I can't can't hang, hang out with you guys today uh and the brobles are like oh oh okay yeah that's 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 cool dude yeah all right um we aren't gonna have enough players but i I guess we'll well i guess we'll just find another day and they kind of start to walk off and derek watches them leave and like flips his hair and oh thank god the peasants are gone peasants dope um oh they're always bothering me Derek, Derek, um are these are these guys the kind of guys that just like knock on your door once in a while and ask you to play a bro ball and you thought they were trying to kidnap you like like trying to get all the time the they always try and get me to play their stupid games with them but like i'm rich and i don't need to be associating with those kind of with that kind of like riffraff you know and so i just ugh, thanks babe <laughs> brian's gonna shuffle over to victoria and just very earnestly say, listen, this was funny when it started, but that kiss was definitely worth more than 50 gold. I'm so sorry that I put you through this. <laughs> You'll pay me back somehow. Well, I don't know about that. I just, I think the apology, I've never apologized to anyone in my entire life. So I think, uh, I think that's, that's really worth a lot there. Um, but, you know, moving on. Also, uh, Derek, where do people in these parts get wife beaters? Uh, because I also saw a guy in chainmail back there, and I have questions. Uh, I don't know. I get all of my clothes imported from overseas, so I have no idea what the common folk do for clothes. Fair, fair. Awesome. I'm glad you gave me a, a spiel about respecting the power of politics. I see you get it. Um. <laughs> so, like, do you want help learning how to play because like i'm kind of a professional athlete so i could show you some pointers if you want like bodyguard to i don't know if that's going to break the bodyguard to uh no i can't be associating <laughs> no. with peasantry all right well well here let me i'm going home <laughs> and he turns around okay and starts watching wait my... wait derek but derek should up. we follow you home <laughs> to get the money that you owe us no you're done all right you protected me from the guys there kept on trying to bother me, and uh, now you're released from your duty. Thanks. Okay, where's the where's the money? Yeah, but you're gonna pay us. Uh, I don't have money. Um, okay, I'm gonna listen. No, hang on. She's gonna literally grab him and like pull him back in and just whisper something in his ear, and she's casting dissonant whispers. <laughs> okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a wisdom save of 10. 
Ooh, he rolled an 11. No! <clears throat> Sorry. First off, what do you whisper into his ears? Shit. Uh... <laughs> Probably something she heard on TikTok. Uh, why are you so obsessed with me? What? And... Expert knowledge of TikTok coming in clutch right there. Yeah. She's a she's a TikToker. Just a real quick question. How how large is Derek as a person? Just curious. He's like maybe five foot seven, like maybe a little bit taller than Cecil. I think Cecil's shorter than that. Um, uh yeah, he's actually uh, we're amending it. Cecil's five five. Okay, great. Yeah. And also, Andy, as you whisper this into his ear, Derek's mind is so full of thoughts with himself and how rich and great he is that it has no effect on him. Um, and if you could roll a d20 for me. Damn it. Okay. Oh, no. That's a three. Okay. Oh, no. Cool. Look, you can whisper into my ear all you want when we meet up at the tavern later, okay? That's what you got the rope for, right? No, no, no. Listen. Okay. I'm going to be hanging on to the rope. She winks. But, babe. He kind of nods like a, oh, nice. I wanted to go pamper myself and get ready for our date so that tonight's really fun. But, you know, we're kind of new to town. And they're also kind of like on the, re- like regularly, they're my bodyguards, you know? So we were just kind of following you around. Like, it's, they're, they're used to it, but I'm not. But. In order for me to get ready, I need some money, babe. So can you do me a huge favor, considering I saved your ass back there and made you look really good in front of the, like, the pros? Give us the money you promised us, and I'll let you use the rope later. She's going to cast friends. Okay. Um, Ryan's putting his head up. Ryan's deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> so is Riley. <laughs> she is bluffing out her ass, but she cast friends. Uh, okay, roll a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Okay. So that's going to be a 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, if you could roll a d20 for me. 16. Okay. He kind of like raises his eyebrows and nods. And he's like, okay, okay. Um, so I would love to do that. Because, like, I definitely want you to use the rope later. But, uh-huh. uh, I don't have money. It's all my parents. Um, sure. Hey, so, hey uh, like, Derek, where do you live? I live in that other building. Like, we were in the tavern and in the, the shop. Third building? Two of the big buildings. I live in the third building. But, yeah. So, like, I kind of just lied about paying you guys money. Mm, okay. Well, so what we're going to do is we're going to walk home with you. We're going to make sure you're still okay and that no one's coming after you and you're going to pay us. And then I will see you later for our date. Right, babe? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, you can. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Okay. You can walk me home. Sure. Cool. I'm going to casually just start tossing the ball up and catching it. <laughs> he like flinches instinctively and starts making his way back to his house. And Victoria's gonna, like, lace her, her, like, hand through his arm and, like, walk side and side and turn back around with the others and be like, come. Okay. You're kind of walking back and he gets back to the door and he opens the door and goes, Mom! Mom, I'm home! I'm home! I brought friends! And you hear from the back, 
Mom! Mom, no! No, I have a date tonight! No, you don't! You do not have a date! You are staying in your room and studying for politics! Mom, no! Oh, God! Ugh! And so he turns back to you guys with this, like, really sheepish look. He's like, uh, so... So, yeah. Hi, Mrs. Darrington. Get out of here! Uh, so, so yeah, um, I, I, I don't think I can, I can go on our, our date tonight. I'm, I'm sorry, babe. Brian's gonna walk through the door in the direction, rush right past Derek and go directly in the direction of where his mom's voice is coming from. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> as you walk in, uh, roll a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. <laughs> Um, a lot of uh, disadvantage. Uh, two. Oh, okay. okay. So as you walk in, you're immediately grabbed by a butler and just turned around like a like a like a Looney Tunes cartoon of like you're walking and just caught and redirected and you just walk straight back out. And he says, "Mrs. Darrington will be having no visitors today. Thank you." Oh, actually, no. He says, "Mrs. Darrington will be having no visitors today." Thank you. Oh, I like. I'm like, okay. So I'm, I walk back outside and I've got my hood up and I'm scooting just a foot to the left of my group again in shame. <laughs> Victoria is going to attempt to grapple Derek with the rope and drag him back outside. Uh, okay. Um, roll a roll a strength check. Is, okay, it's not an unarmed strike or anything, just strength. No, just a, it's a grapple check, so it's so your roll against Derek's. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a six. Oh my god. You lost to Derek. No! You don't grapple him. As you reach forward and like try to wrap the rope, he kind of like, like swats you away a little bit. <gasps> oh, oh my god, stop. Look, I know you want to use the rope, but my mom says no. I can't go out No, tonight. Derek. Derek, you what, what? What? Promised us money, and we. I never promised money. you anything. I lied. Yes, that's... you did. You. Ooh. Okay. That's what we're okay. So Ryan, we're like lie. the Brobolds. We're totally gonna go to the Brobolds, and I'm gonna go say that I'm not your girlfriend, and that you're a pissing up baby, and <coughs> we're going to have them come to your door and beat you up if you don't give us our money. I don't have any money. It's my parents, and they don't let me use it, okay? They only give me limited amounts to run errands and stuff. Okay, um... You can see that Derek is, like, on the verge of tears at this point. How far away is Derek? He's, like, maybe, like, two feet from you. He's still pretty close. Okay. Um, Brian has a real problem with liars. Um, he really doesn't... He, it, it's not... It's it's not okay, uh, and it's not just. And so Brian's gonna, um, try and use Derek as leverage um, by catching him in the butterfly net um, (laughs) to get his parents' attention. Oh my god. Okay, roll a a grapple check. (laughs) Roll a what check? Roll roll a strength check. Woof. Um, I'll say that. I'll say he's rolling disadvantage. Jesus. (laughs) What do you roll? This is this is seven. Okay. Um, so he just like swats your net aside. Um, a little behind the curtain. I, I had him roll a disadvantage and he rolled a 19 and an 18. So. 
Oh my god. Derek is not having any of it, apparently. Cecil, at this point, kind of steps up. Uh, guys, maybe we let we let him sleep on it. And we come back in the morning and discuss things with the mayor himself. I'm sure we'll be able to see reason then. But for now, Derek. What? Is your dad around? No, he's out of town right now. Okay, well... Derek, get in your room! Mom! Mom, I'm sending, I'm saying goodbye to people! Stop it! Oh my god! Well, I was just gonna say, if you want to write us maybe an IOU or something, we can go get a room at the tavern, Look, tavern or something. Look, I'm not giving you any money, okay? I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I'm a rich person. I lie, alright? Get used to it. Hey, hey, I, I do that too. I'm a rich person as well. I'm just trying to, from rich person to rich person. Look, all right. I don't have any money. I can't give you I any money. I don't give a, My parents Derek, have Derek, all of my money, Derek, okay? Derek. Do you know, Derek, where do they keep, where do Derek, they keep your money, Derek? They keep it on themselves and they hand it out to me when they deem it necessary that I use it because they say that I'm irresponsible with money. And I use it way too much when I have it freely and uh, spend it, and I need to focus on spending it more frugally. Derek, listen up, buddy. I fully wholeheartedly believe that that's true. So, we're not going to worry about money at the moment. Right now, maybe you just give us an IOU for the, to use at the tavern. I don't know. Because, guys, it's getting a little bit late in the day, and I don't want to camp out in the woods. Your boy ain't about that life. I'm no longer in Boy Scouts. <laughs> So, hmm? I'm just saying you were already passed out in the van alarm, so you could just go sleep there. You want to sleep in a van? I'm sorry, what? No, like we're gonna get like a hotel or something, right? Yeah, like that's why that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to cop us some rooms. Y'all never gone to a festival. Like you don't sleep outside. Your shit gets jacked. Oh yeah, no, you so never you do that at Coachella. Yeah, so ever. You want to go find a La Quinta? <laughs> Your plan with this money was to spend it on a room when we already have a van to sleep in? Who's irresponsible with money now? Sorry, Derek, I don't mean <laughs> to have this fight in front of you. I just have a question no, for my friend. It's okay. No, see, like, Derek, I'm how not much is, like, gonna yeah. sleep in the same space as you. No. One, you guys have already stolen all of my trail mix, so, <laughs> Derek, IOUs, let's have them. Let's go. Fine, I guess I can, like, write an IOU for the tavern or whatever. And like that's awesome. I'm I'm sorry that I I can't give you money, but like I do know I know that like there are a lot of like adventurers in this town, and people are always like talking about quests or whatever. Um, and so I mean, I guess last I heard, there was like this like this weird wizard guy on the outskirts of town, like in the woods to the north. And he's apparently been, like, doing... I People have been saying he's been, like, working with different types of magic or whatever. Um, so, like, if you want, like, a, I could pay you in, like, a quest and you can, like, go meet him or whatever if you want. Uh, talking about magic? Um, alright. Uh, uh, cool. Uh, Cecil, we have no reason to believe a word this fucking kid says! I'm not. I just want some IOUs. Can you get that for us, buddy? And I put my hand on on his shoulder, and I'm like gripping the other, like the baseball in my other hand, like right now, buddy. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, all right, fine. Cool. 
We'll go meet you wizard friend, like, I don't know, in the future or something. But I want to go to sleep. And he looks at the butler. Michael, can I can I get some coupons for the tavern? And he's like, of course, Master Darrington. He reaches into his jacket pocket and pulls out some coupons that say uh, the Starter's Tavern free night stay on them and hands them to Derek. And Derek hands them to you. Mm-hmm. And he goes, there, there's your, there's your IOU, okay? It's a blank check. No, it very specifically says one night stay at the Starter's Tavern. <laughs> it's good to know that Groupon has come through the wormhole with us. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no matter cool. what, you can never escape Groupon. You can never escape Groupon. Thanks, Derek. I really appreciate that. Rich kid to rich kid. So that's pretty tight. Yeah, I mean, do we have another business here? I mean... Derek! Derek, get to your room now! Fine, Mom! Oh my gosh! And he looks at you guys... Bye. Eat glass, Derek. Bye. And she walks away. <laughs> He sheds like a single tear as the only woman he's ever loved walks out of his life. (laughs) (laughs) And he walks back inside and Michael pats his shoulder and he says, it's all right, Master Darrington. There will be other fish in the sea. And he slowly closes the door behind him. Uh, Cool. Are we going to talk about that butler, Michael, or are we just going to pretend that didn't happen, guys? Because that was the coolest part of my day. That was the coolest part of your day? Well, I'm sorry, were you more fascinated by the lizard people and wife beaters? Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen anything like that before? No, and I don't care to ever again. Alright, no, that's actually fair. As you say that, you, you see down the alleyway next to you, the five bro balls that you saw earlier taking practice swings for whatever this sport bro ball is. They're like, nice! Nice! Yeah! Oh! Dude! Good shot! Yeah! Bro, heck yeah! Look, and they're, they're all just like Victoria's gonna walk in. right up to him. D- does it look like baseball in any shape, way, shape, or form? Yes, very much so. Okay. And the burbolds turn to you. Oh, dude, Derek's girlfriend. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Hi, guys. Actually, um, I just wanted to let you know that <laughs> Derek is a fuck ass, and actually, I'm not his girlfriend. Actually, sorry, he promised to pay me. To make him look good in front of you guys, but actually, yeah, no, I'm not his girlfriend. I would never be with him. Oh, um, what? So I don't know if you guys want to just go like beat the shit out of him. That'd be great. Like, what the oh, heck? I just you dude. know defend my honor. It, they're like, oh, dude, not Derek, not cool, not cool, man. The guy in front, of, dude, right? that's like that's like totally misogynistic of him. What the heck is wrong with that guy? Exactly. And they're like all getting heated and like walking around. Oh no. No, you don't do that. You don't do that to women, man. What the heck, Derek? That's not cool at all. What the heck? And I know. oh, we're 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 getting we're we're getting Derek. All right, we're getting Derek. And they're all like getting hyped Thank up. Thank you. Yo, Derek, Derek, what the heck, man? You don't do that to women. Get out here right now! And they all start like running up to his door and start like slamming on the door and trying to get inside. <laughs> and Derek, very quietly to Victoria, I'm like, yeah, you kind of laid that on a little bit thick, but uh. I don't think so. As you walk back, you see these like super buff lizard dudes and wife beaters slamming on the door and calling out for Derek. It's like, dude, bro, respect women. What's wrong with you? And Derek's from upstairs. Guys, go go away. Oh my, what is wrong with you guys? Derek, Derek, who are these men at the door? <laughs> What's going on? Mom, mom, stop. I didn't do anything. 
you hear this cacophony of voices calling out from the mayor's house behind you as you're walking back to the tavern. Is he still at the window? Yes. So her, like, the kiss that she blows turns into, like, the bird. <laughs> and she just waves. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, James, are we going to go uh, walk away from this situation as quickly as possible? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Okay. Yep, I'm gone. I'm gone. Yep. Walking back yep. to the tavern. And as you walk back to the tavern and see these buff lizard dudes, like, climbing over each other, trying to break down the door to respect <laughs> women and beat up Derek for being a terrible person, um, yes. you go to the tavern and cash in your IOUs for the evening, and we will end our session there. <laughs> yeah. Give this man his Emmy right now. <laughs> Give Riley an Emmy. <laughs> Holland Dragons is Andy Dinehart as Victoria Hightower, Danielle Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, Jackson Pounds as James Malden, and myself, Riley Wesson, as your DM. Thanks for listening. We hope you have as much fun following along our crazy adventure as we do playing it out. And if so, why not tell a friend or leave a nice little five-star review? It really does help, especially with a brand new podcast like ours. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans in Japan. Other music can be found in the episode's description. Our artwork is done by the wickedly talented Carolina Alvarez. Link to her stuff will also be in the description. Until next time, don't be like me, and please write rough drafts when you're doing essays. You will need to make corrections, and it's best to just get a complete paper out there first and make edits afterwards. Thanks again. We'll see you next session. I love her snack and play again. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Guys, it was really oh difficult to find this. Oh my god. <laughs> I've never I- seen... Listen, Jackson... <laughs> I've never seen Jackson panic that much in his entire life. <laughs> and I couldn't stop laughing because I saw something drop and I thought he dropped a chip he was eating back into it. So I was just listening to Victoria kissing Derek. And then Jackson picks up the bag and starts crying, laughing, and like frantically digging through and goes, I dropped the mic! I dropped the mic! <laughs> I was wondering why the rustling got so loud. <laughs> Guys, have you ever dropped an earbud into a bag of chips? Really, <laughs> just I was wondering why the rustling got so loud. It's because of the mic. Oh my God. <laughs>